scumbags! Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. Let's roll. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morenzi, the pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, but everybody else in between, throwing it down. The Monday night meltdown begins and now, as the Baltimore Ravens meltdown is now officially complete. The Kansas City Chiefs uh, beat the Baltimore Ravens by 14 as three-and-a-half-point underdogs. Uh, Patrick Mahomes now 3-0 and head-to-head against uh, Lamar Jackson and uh, the Baltimore Ravens. 34-20 is the final score. And depending on uh, when and where you bet uh, this uh, football game is depending on how you feel about uh, the final score of 34-20. There were a lot of 54-and-a-halves out there. Uh, There were some 54s. uh, There were 55s as well. When it's all said and done, Baltimore just doesn't do enough. Patrick Mahomes, uh, yeah, he did enough. Uh, He threw for four touchdowns and he ran for one. But, like, let's just be real. Who doesn't throw for four touchdowns and run for one? Isn't this what Josh Allen did yesterday? What did Russell Wilson do yesterday? He threw for five touchdowns. Uh, man, it's a, it's, it's a crazy uh, world that we're in uh, right now, and it's even crazier in the National Football League. And I don't know how the hell this game stayed under the number. Oh, yeah, it stayed under the number because Lamar Jackson only completed uh, 15 passes. And you know, a lot of people are going to step up and talk about how Lamar can't throw the football. I don't know. Who does he have to throw the football to? Like, really, when you actually break down uh, the Baltimore Raven wide receivers, it's not as if though there's a bevy of weapons for him to work with. But we're going to break that down and uh, more. There's a ton of stuff to get to, including we are the champions. We are. Well, no, not we. And yeah, We didn't win anything. But the Tampa Bay Lightning did. The Tampa Bay Lightning Stanley Cup of champions uh, for the second time in franchise history. Going back to 2004 was the last time that they won. They win the hockey game 2-0. The game stays under the number. And uh, the National Hockey League hub comes to a close with the Tampa Bay Lightning getting it done and beating the Dallas Stars in six. And while the Stanley Cup and the National Hockey League playoffs are done, the Major League Baseball playoffs right on cue are set to begin. We're going to be breaking it all down tonight. Drew Martin Betts is going to step up and in. We're talking baseball, college football with Drew Martin Betts. I believe is in Florida. Indianapolis steps up and in. We're talking NBA final sports rage late night. Bent your rage. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. I'm a rageaholic. <laughs> I just can't live without Rage Hall. <laughs> Sports Rage Late Night, the Monday Night Meltdown. I am Renzi. Let's do this thing. As uh, we're picking up the pieces uh, following Monday Night uh, Football, the National Hockey League uh, hub uh, comes to a close, no doubt, with a massive party. Uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning celebrating, and we all know hockey players can bring it, man. Hockey players can drink, all right? 
So um, there's going to be a lot of alcohol uh, consumed. I imagine not just by the Tampa Bay Lightning, uh, but by the Dallas Stars <laughs> as well, right? Uh, to alcohol, the cause of and the solution to all of life's uh, problems, uh, essentially. But, you know, we've seen this before. And people people get upset. You remember even the New England Patriots, even Bill Belichick, like, partied after losing a Super Bowl. Teams, like, you know, like I said, it was a hell of a run for the Dallas Stars. They fell short. You know they're going to, uh, to dip uh, into the bottles as well. There's no more games left to be played. Uh, Tampa uh, get to celebrate. You know, you know, great job by the National Hockey League. Great, great job. Well done. Uh, bravo. Uh, but one thing we'll say, it, it is a little bit different, the championship without fans. You know, that, that moment when the team wins and stuff, it just doesn't have that same pop of the home team, the home uh, team winning and the home crowd going crazy or even the, the awkwardness of the, of the road fans watching the other team, the jeering and stuff. You know, it's a little, it's just a little bit anticlimactic uh, there. You know, they had some, you know, they had some like, uh, they had some pyro and stuff. Looked like a Kiss concert. Uh, you know, they had some pyro, little mini fireworks go off and stuff like that. Um, but um, hey, listen, the Tampa Bay Lightning have been, they've been the best team in the National Hockey League in the regular season. You know, more often than not, over the last like five, uh, five years or so. And have been unable to uh, to finish it off. They they do, ironically enough, in a hub, in a fanless hub. That's what it took for Tampa to win. But there's no asterisks uh, next to the Tampa Bay uh, Lightning Stanley Cup uh, victory. You know, 80 plus days playing hockey every two days. That's a vicious cycle, man. It's a vicious cycle. And you know, I don't know. You can make you can make an argument that it is a little easier. Because you throw in the travel, man, of of the National Hockey League playoffs. Yeah, that, that's a freaking grind. But, yeah, even the NBA players, like, they're not used to playing every two days like this uh, repeatedly. So uh, props to the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, we cash the under. We lose with the Stars, but we put more on the under. So, hey, whatever it is, what it is, we take it. We had a good Stanley Cup run. Um, we also had a good football run tonight. A couple of props fell short this evening. Uh, but, like, like, come on. Like, how were the Baltimore Ravens? How were the Baltimore Ravens three-and-a-half-point favorites in this football game against the defending Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs? And I understand. People, oh, you know, the Chiefs struggled with the Chargers last week. Chiefs uh, struggled with the Chargers last week. I'll tell you what, man. If you bet what happened last week in the National Football League, uh, you'll, uh, you'll end up in a homeless shelter. And you know what? Uh, basically, I don't know, about 99, seems like 99.9% of people will tell you, well, you saw what happened in their last game. It's irrelevant what happened in the last game. The last game that they played, and we talked about it last night, the last game that they played was against the Chargers team that rolled out a kid quarterback five minutes before the game in which the Kansas City Chiefs probably never heard of the kid, right? let alone had game tape on him. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, they were prepared for Justin Herbert, right? And what the what the what the, the play calls were going to be. Yeah, and another, it's a division rival. The Chargers' defense is good. And another thing, Baltimore's overrated. Baltimore are the Milwaukee Bucks. You know that Lamar is is the Greek freak. I think they're they're ample. I think they're ample 
comparisons in a sense. You know, you see the Greek freak. He's really good and stuff, but can't hit free throws, melts down, <laughs> you know what I mean? Gets emotional in these big games. Um, and you see Lamar Jackson. You know, Lamar Jackson's like one of these dudes. He racks it up against the Cleveland Browns, and he'll, you know, roll. we ran up the score on the Bengals and stuff, and I'm laughing at everyone, running past everybody. Like, yeah, all right, bro, you're down by 14. You got to throw the football now. And it wasn't pretty tonight. 97 yards passing. What, what, what is this, Army football? Navy, I know you guys are in a, you know, I know you're in the same area as, as Navy out there. Is that your deal? You play Navy football now? Yeah, evidently they do. Like the Baltimore Ravens might as well be Navy. Like that's what they are. And it's pretty clear. And I brought this up as the game started. We were on in-game live earlier. And I said, you know what? It's pretty clear that the Kansas City Chiefs were like ultra aggressive early, knowing let's get up early on these guys. It completely throws them off. They can't come from behind. They're basically like a UFC fighter with no stand-up. It's like it's all ground and pound. And if they can't take you down, like, then they're screwed. You just pick them apart and punch them in the face all night. And you know what? I'm not throwing Lamar Jackson under the bus. Although Lamar Jackson, and, you know, like I said, I'm not throwing Lamar Jackson under the bus, but he's not quite as polished as people, like, you know, want to pretend. And I'm a pro-Lamar guy. When everyone said he sucked, I said he was good. Now everyone thinks he's the best quarterback in the history of the sport, and he lays three and a half points to, to a guy that really is maybe the best quarterback. Ever. Like, might, I mean, when it's all said and done, Mahomes is going to be right up there, all right? I don't know. No one's ever going to win like Brady. So, you know, no one's ever going to win by like Brady. But, like, Mahomes is already, like, you know, an all time great. I mean, this guy's unbelievable. You know, a couple of more Super Bowls and he's right there. He's got to win a couple of more. But, like, honestly, like, what, 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 are, the, what, what are the Baltimore Ravens' weapons? Wait, you, you're going to stare, like, oh, Mark Andrews. Uh, you know, uh, Marquise Brown, Miles Boykin. You know, the, the Baltimore Ravens didn't get criticized at all for taking uh, J.K. Dobbins, but, like, why would you take a running back? Like, you already have a bunch of running backs. You, like, you know what I mean? You already have Mark Ingram. You already have Gus Edwards. Oh, yeah, you already have Lamar Jackson, who runs all the time. How about you get some wide receivers in there? You know, like, you got no weapons. Like, you know, Lamar is not, you know, listen, Lamar's not the best passing quarterback per se, but at the same point in time, look at look at the replays. Look at the tape of this stuff. Lamar Jackson's rolling out, running around, and nobody's open. I mean, there was an instance where the Baltimore wide receivers ran into each other. Like Willie Sneed. You're not winning a Super Bowl with Willie Sneed. Let's just be real. Like, as you're one of your top guys. Like, they just don't have weapons. You know, the, Lamar wants to run around. Like, they win. And another thing is, too, like, I don't know what Lamar does in the offseason, but, you know, he does have to work on the touch on the long ball. Because, you know, he's got a cannon and stuff. But, and, you know, he missed Brown. Brown's open. He's got to drop that in there. Like, you know, like, it's just one of these deals. And it's not just like tonight. Baltimore have been exposed on a couple of occasions now. Basically, I don't know, they get exposed every time there's a big game. You know what I mean? A couple of years ago, the Chargers went in there and beat them. Uh, last year, it was the Titans that confused Lamar Jackson. Right? Like, they're now, now the Chiefs just toyed with them, running trick plays on them. And 
you know, I tell you what, Harbaugh did a horrible job tonight, all right? And Lisa Salters, so the sideline reporter, Lisa Salters, um, you know, after the half or whatever, all right, uh, Lisa, so what did you get? She said, well, Coach Harbaugh told me that, um, you know, the, the, the team needs to remain calm. They need to calm down. She said, you know, they're too rattled. They need to calm down. And Harbaugh tells me that the, need, the team needs to calm down and not panic. And it's funny because there was one holding penalty, like the second or third play in the game. Harbaugh rips his mask off, bumps into a ref, gets in a ref's face, totally panics, freaks out, and then rattles everybody. And then, oh, yeah, on the first drive of the game, the Ravens go all the way down the field, and it's fourth and three on, like, the eight-yard line. Normally, they would go for it automatically. They don't. They kick the three. And basically, right then and there, you knew Harbaugh was rattled. It's like, bro, you're playing the Chiefs. You need points. It's the first drive of the game. If you don't get it, they're on their own eight-yard line anyways. Sports Rage Late Night and Door Rage. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage it up. Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. And you know what? It'll be nice having a little extra cash to bet on college football. Yeah, I'd like to bet a hundred bucks. You want to pick a team? No, just take it. More trade. Late night. That's how Baltimore Raven uh, backers feel this evening. Uh, but you got to be crazy. Like three and a half points to Patrick Mahomes. And think about it. No fans. So they say that fans are worth three points. And I heard them reiterating that the other night, that fans are worth three points. So you're telling me that if there were fans that the Ravens would have been six-and-a-half-point favorites uh, tonight? Come on. Uh, like, really? Uh, Kansas City Chiefs, I don't know. They have to lose sometime, right? But um, evidently not against the Ravens. Mahomes now 3-0 and against Lamar Jackson. Let's bring in Drew Martin Betts uh, right now, who's not on the West Coast. He's in Florida uh, right now. Uh, Drew Martin Betts steps up and in. He's got Marlins fever. What's going on, Drew Martin Betts? Gabe Marenzi, always good to be on with you, buddy. Thanks for having me on. And you're right, man. It's a great time to be a South Florida sports better. It's a great time to be a South Florida fan. We got the Heat in the finals. You know, University of Miami, the Canes are looking good. And the Marlins, man, they snapped the streak of postseason list seasons, what it's been since 2003. So you're right, man, the Marlins. And, uh, heck, Gabe, at a big-plus price here against the Cubs, I, I, I'm not uh, stepping in front of the Marlins here. I actually like the Marlins, buddy. And uh, thanks for having me on. H- how are you doing tonight? Hey, good stuff. Thanks uh, Thanks for joining us. We did all right. We had a profitable night uh, tonight. We won a couple hundred bucks, a little more. Um, you know, we'll take it, right? You systematically chip away. Didn't have a great night with props uh, tonight. I left a couple on, 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 on the table, uh, but we'll take it when it's all said and done. Uh, we were on KC. We had KC teased to the over. So I didn't get burnt. I had it at 54, so I didn't get burnt by the hook either. I hit a teaser. I had Kansas City. I had Mahomes props. Uh, I had under four and a half sacks, which was a nice bet. And um, we ended up with four sacks. We're lucky uh, that to hit. So all pretty good, but whatever, man. Let's let's get down to business uh, here, Drew. 
So um, let me let me rattle off the the, the baseball series uh, prices here at you, and um, you, know, you can tell me who you like: Minnesota and Houston. These guys get the party started. Granky and uh, Maeda. I like the Twins in this series. I think you know, look, the, the Houston they just they're not hitting. They've never gotten in sync. They're not cheating. <laughs> There's like a lot of things that work against them here, and. <laughs> This is it. I think Minnesota, you know, I think Minnesota, the series price is a little high. Like, I don't want to lay minus 178 on the Twins to win the series, but I'll lay the 164, 66, or whatever tomorrow to win the game. I respect Granky, but I still think the Twins beat him. Who do you like in this series? What do you think about the game in the series? Yeah, Gabe, I, I can't say I disagree with you too strongly. I would say this. I mean, if I'm betting it, you know, Houston. I, I love the comment, like you said, they're not cheating. I think that it, it, it's like glorified this season, betting against the Houston Astros, obviously a money loser on the year, but still find themselves in the playoffs. Going up against the Twins, I like the Twins, actually. And I, I know, you know, like being on the radio, it's not like, you know, kind of sexy to give out minus, you know, favorites here in the series prices, but still – the Twins, I mean, they were 23-7 and seven at home, Gabe. The Twins, they can rake, man. I'm not stepping in front of them. I, I really like the Twins here. All right, so there's a lot of talk about the White Sox. They're one of these trendy teams. So trendy, in fact, that the series is basically a pick em, uh right now uh, with, the, uh, with the Oakland Athletics. So a lot is being made, uh, Drew. The Chicago White Sox, 14-0. and 0 against uh, left-handed pitchers. Lazardo, of course, is a southpaw uh, going for the Oakland Athletics. So people are loving the White Sox here because they got Lucas Giolito going in game one. And then conversely, Lazardo, who's going for Oakland, the southpaw, and the Chicago White Sox are 14-0 and against left-handers. But I don't care. Call me crazy. <laughs> I like Oakland to win this series. I think, you know, listen, man, people are, like, hyping up this White Sox team. Oakland's a damn good baseball team. And, you know, now you're getting Oakland as a home underdog in game one. You know, every street's got to come to an end. You know the trends, uh, college football, NFL football. We talk trends, Drew. Every one of these trends, oh, they're 8-0 against the spread on Monday nights. <laughs> like, uh, whatever. Like, uh, every trend comes to an end. 14-0 and against South Pods. What do you think of that one? Uh, I, in this scenario, Gabe, I, you know, the trend is your friend. I'm not looking to step in front of the White Sox, unfortunately, here. I get you. You know, I mean, the A's are one of the top teams in MLB. I, I could definitely see them ho- ho- hoisting the trophy, and especially because of that bullpen. You know, especially when you start talking about postseason baseball, you know, we've seen it in years past. Best bullpen wins. You want to be betting on the better bullpen. And sure enough, uh, the A's have a great bullpen. It's just 14 and 0 against lefties. I've made a huge, huge killing this year on, on uh, just betting on the White Sox this season against lefties. It's been a great run here, so I'm not stepping in front of it, man. All right. So speaking of Florida, as you talked about, South and North uh, getting it done right now. You talk about the South Florida area. So Miami Marlins in the playoffs. Miami Heat in the NBA Finals. Uh, the University of Miami, I think, what, ranked now seventh uh, in a new poll, uh, seventh or eighth. Uh, I think it's seventh, actually, uh, whatever. We'll get we'll get into that after. But you flip, flip things over to the Tampa area right now. Tampa Bay Lightning just won the Stanley Cup Finals uh, tonight, and you have the Tampa Bay Rays, who I think legit. Listen, the Rays can win the World Series uh, to me, but the, or make the World Series, 
And the Rays can also lose to the Blue Jays. Man, these three-game series is, Drew, pretty crazy stuff. Uh, the Rays are minus 225 series um, favorites against the Toronto Blue Jays. I think the Blue Jays are live underdogs here. I think the number's a little bit high. I think the Jays are real live dogs with these uh, with the bats that they have. They got young bats, and they got veteran pitchers. It's a nice little blend and mix. They're rolling the dice. They're going with Shoemaker in the first game. Um, uh, instead of starting Ryu, who's their best pitcher, they're going to put him in the second game. I like the move, actually. Um, I think they can give Tampa all they can handle. I, I get it. Tampa have the pitching advantage. Uh, you know, you got Snell. You've got uh, you got Glass now, and you got Morton in a one-two-three setting. Pretty good. What do you make of that one? You know, it's always tough to go against the Tampa Bay Rays. What's sitting at forty and twenty tops in the AL um, in the pitching? You talked about it. I mean, and that's what matters in the playoffs. Also, Tampa Bay, the Rays. I mean, as an organization overall, Gabe, and especially this year, you know, up over. And down goes Drew Martin. And down, and down goes uh, Drew. Drew Betts. Yeah, he is in Florida. I don't know. There might might have been like a lightning struck, uh, tornado, hurricane. <laughs> could be a lot. Could be a could be a lot of things. Uh, with with Drew Martin Betts, we'll reconnect uh, with Drew. But yeah, Montoyo, listen, the, the Blue Jays manager is a rookie manager. He's been criticized a lot by Blue Jay fans this year. Uh, for the moves that he's made. Um, he's got a young team, but I liked his honesty about about getting creative. And he said, we're going to need to be creative if we're going to beat Tampa. And he goes, they're mixing it up a little bit. And I like the, the concept of going with their best pitcher in game two. Game two is a massive game, guys. Right? Like, game two is an elimination game one way or the other. Right? Like, if you lose game one, then, you know, it's like, all right, we got our best pitcher going for us tomorrow in game two. And if you somehow steal game one, it's like, all right, guys, we're up one, and we can win the series today uh, with, with with Ryu on the hill right now. I get it. Tampa are a better baseball team right now. They are, Tampa, listen, Tampa have been a great uh, organization for a couple of years. They don't spend a lot of money, and they still, they still put it all together. But, um, you know, the fact, the fact of the matter is the Toronto, Toronto Blue Jays are a dangerous team. There's no pressure on the Jays. Like, that's the thing. Like there's there's no there's no pressure at all uh, on on the Jays. You know, not that there's a ton of pressure on Tampa, but you know, Tampa like are the division winners. Like so, the the Toronto Blue Jays playing with house money in this series to me, you know, it's worth a shot. It all comes down to the game one too. Like you take these underdogs, and the Jays are the biggest dog out there. So. Drew Martin, uh, Drew Martin Betts uh, with us. So, uh, Drew, we're glad uh, you're all right. Uh, you know, you're in Florida. So like I said, who knows? Like maybe you got struck by lightning uh, or something. Or uh, somebody high on basalts, like uh, tried to eat you. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. We're, go- we're, go- we're glad you got your back. But give me the Toronto Blue Jays as the underdogs, Drew. I don't want to step in front of the, the Toronto Blue Jays. I mean, that young lineup, they're hungry too. So um, it, it, it's just something I don't want to pay a premium to go against them. But at the same time, I feel like the Tampa Bay Rays, uh, you know, the same as we were just talking about, could, could be hoisting the trophy here at the end. So not wanting to bet 
bet against one of, if not the best team in baseball. Gabe, talking about Florida down here, it's crazy. You know, in this state, it's almost like being in, in Central America to, to a sense, being in South Florida and Dade County down here, man. Anything goes. There's, there's almost no rules down here, buddy. <laughs> it's like, uh, it's like uh, being in Costa Rica. I think he might. Uh, I think he might have a better phone connection uh, in Costa Rica. Uh, you know what? We, you know, with Drew, before, before it was, uh, you know, it was like, wow, he's in Las Vegas, you know. And listen, I lived in Las Vegas, and I know. I live. I live in Las Vegas, and I know uh, that uh, cell phone connection's bad. So now, now he's in Florida, and it's like, well, I don't know. Is it is it a weather situation? Is it a weather situation? All right, all right. Serenity now. Serenity now. Now back to the. Uh, I think we you know, we we have to go back to the Jim Rome. You know, one one of the best ever to do this uh, this uh, this thing you call talk radio. Jim Rome. More of me, less of you. Better. Portraits late night. All right, our, our boys in Master Control, Midtown Manhattan, are going to try to figure things out and uh, save, save the day. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage it up. Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. Hey, wait a second. What are you doing? You're not betting. You know he's not supposed to bet. Come on, Jerry. It's a lock. Kramer, you've had this thing under control for almost three years now. Don't start again. But it's a lock. No. Portrait's late night. Bring it. Quickest 120 minutes in sports. Already flying by here this evening. Uh, We apologize uh, for the mini technical uh, issue uh, with Drew. Uh, in uh, Florida, um, but hey, it is uh, it it is what it is. Uh, it is uh, it is what it is. Um, so thanks to Drew Martin uh, for for stepping up and in. And um, I think we all uh, let's all like start a GoFundMe account and uh, let, let's get Drew. I don't know, like what's what's like the um, whatever like whatever brand of phone that he has. Let's like buy him another company. <laughs> Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if he's rocking an iPhone, then let's get him a Samsung, like Android. If he's got an Android, let's get him a, uh, let's get him a, uh, let's get him an iPhone. But uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll figure things out. Um, you know what? It's a good thing uh, we want money tonight. Otherwise, maybe I'd be freaking out right now. But no, 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 no. We're not freaking out. How can we be freaking out? We got Major League Baseball playoffs. And uh, one thing that Drew said, I'm not getting in front of this good team like that. Well, I tell you, there's going to be upsets, guys. Like, not every, like, higher-seeded team is going to win. There's going to be upsets. So, where, well, let's identify where the upset's going to be. Minnesota and Houston, listen, I don't want to lay the minus 178 with the Minnesota Twins. I totally understand, uh, you know, people not wanting to do that. Uh, I, I get that. Um, but at the same point in time, 
you know, listen, Houston are a dangerous team. It's a three-game series. They are talented. They've won World Series before. They've been in big games. Dusty Baker's a good manager. But all that being stated, they haven't played that well this year. They haven't hit the baseball. They haven't hit the baseball. Minnesota's a good team. Minnesota's got a powerful offense. Minnesota's playing at home. And all the games are at home as well. Like, they're not, like, going around back and forth and stuff like that. Like, the, the games are being played on, on at the home team. So, I, I think Minnesota will be able to win two or three games. I don't want to, I'm not going to lay the minus 178. I'm not going to lay the 78. I'm just going to bet the Twins, like, tomorrow. I'm just going to bet the Twins, like, per in the, in the games. Yeah, I'm going to pull the trigger with the Twins in the games. Um, as far as Oakland and the White Sox are concerned, man, uh, you know, listen, it's 14-0. They're 14-0 against uh, Southpaws. That's, that's a serious track record. Not to mention, Lucas Giolito is a freaking badass uh, pitcher as well. There, you know what I mean? There's, there's, there's a lot going for the Chicago White Sox here, isn't there? But I don't care. I don't care, man. The Oakland Athletics are home dogs. To me, the Oakland Athletics are going to win the series. So we pull the trigger with them here. If they lose, we go back to them. I don't know, guys. You know what's interesting? We never really had, like, we haven't had, like, a, a three-game set like this. Like, a, even a betting strategy, right? Like, I don't know. Is there, like, a zigzag theory here? I think the totals are a little low, to be honest. I'm not so sure these are all going to be, like, super low-scoring games just because the pitchers are good. Like, Houston and Minnesota is a good example. I don't know. Like, I'm not betting the under. I'm pretty much a baseball under better. I'm not betting the under there. I'm not betting the under there. White Sox and uh, and Oakland also seven and a half. Like the Toronto Blue Jays. Like I don't know if any Blue Jay game should ever be seven and a half. We're talking about a Blue Jays lineup that like routinely scores like six runs in an inning, ten runs in an inning. And I get it, like, oh, yeah, oh, Blake Snell's good. He's not, it's not going to happen to him. Well, whatever. Like, it can happen to anybody. All right? Like, good pitchers get blown up, too. And, like, people, you know, I think people are overemphasizing this. I knew this was going to happen, actually, that all these totals would suddenly be super low. Like, I, if if this game was a regular season game, do you think that the total is 7.5, Tampa and Toronto? Oh, it's like, ooh, it's the playoffs. These games aren't really playoff games, guys. Like, let's just be real. They, you know, these are bastardized playoff games. They're not playoff games. These teams wouldn't even be in the playoffs. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I'm not saying all of them, but, like, you know, a lot of them wouldn't be in the playoffs. Let's say six of them wouldn't be in the playoffs. So, it's not like, oh, they're playoff games and everyone's great and, oh, it's cold outside. It's not cold out. It's, you know, weather won't be a factor. These teams aren't all great. They're bad. Like, the 16 teams made the playoffs. The, the White Sox athletics, that's that's some interesting stuff right there. It's going to be a fun series. I'm going to buck. Uh, I'm going to go against uh, the trend here, guys. I'm going against the 14-0 trend. Normally, I would ride something like this, but as I stated, my listen, my playoff strategy for betting, series prices are all right. Like a good example is the Miami Heat. 
Yeah, you like the Miami Heat, all right. You know what I mean? You're going to get them in about a plus 300 range. It's like, all right, that's pretty good. Plus, It's all right, plus 300. But the thing is, if the Miami Heat are going to win the NBA championship, they need to win four times. They're going to be big underdogs in every game. They won't move the point spread. So they're they're five point uh, they're they're five point underdogs. They're gonna be five point underdogs all series, right? So it, for them to win, you you just bet on them, and at those money lines, if they win four times, you're gonna win more than plus three hundred. You're gonna you're gonna win more, you know. And it's a very similar situation with the with this best of three stuff with the series prices. Like why you know why would you know you don't need to take the series price. It's like, look, the Toronto Blue Jays, good example. The Blue Jays are like plus 178 or so. They're going to be big underdogs in every one of these games, pretty much. So why, you you don't need to take the series price, you just bet them. Look, the Jays are plus 174. Let's say the Jays win tomorrow, plus 174. Boom. You don't even need to win the series, you just won the game. And then you bet them again the next day at plus 150 or whatever with Ryu, or plus 140. They win. You won plus 175 and plus 140. That's better than winning plus 178. And if they lose game two, boom, they're going to be plus 174 again in game three or plus 200, and bam, you won more again. You know, the series prices in a three-game series, I don't want to say they're a waste of time, but unless there's really, really a, a crazy line, eh, I don't know if it's really worth it. I think you're better off just attacking it from from a game-by-game perspective. So, as we're saying, the Toronto Blue Jays, to me, Tampa Bay's pitching is lethal, man. I mean, they're rolling out Snell. They're rolling out Glass now. They're rolling out Morton. (laughs) The Blue Jays are going with uh, with Shoemaker, who I believe is 4-0 all-time at the Trop. That's like an angle that they're, uh, they're rolling with. Um, he, listen, Shoemaker pitched well this year for the Jays. So, you know, I mean, they're, 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 he pitched well. In six starts, he gave up, uh, he gave up two runs or less four times, including he pitched against the Rays and he only gave up, um, he only gave up one run in six innings. So I think the Blue Jays, I think the Blue Jays are in this. I think they have a chance. And listen, Tampa are a better baseball team. If they played in a seven-game series, Tampa would probably, uh, you know, could beat them. In a three-game series, I think anything can happen. And I think specifically in game one, anything can happen. Then we get into the Yankees and the Indians, which is kind of, you know, listen, there's a reason why that's in, in prime time. And it's a great series. It's it's funny because you don't hear a lot of people. You're not going to find a lot of people that are picking the Cleveland uh, Indians to win this series. Yet you notice the line is coming down and it's nearly basically a pick em. So it's funny, like people in the media, and let's just be real, a lot of people in the media are from New York and a lot of people in the media are Yankee fans. It's just the facts. And they, they never give respect to any of these teams from the Midwest, flyover country, et cetera. They never, you know, every team sucks. It's going to be easy for the Yankees, et cetera. But it's interesting that the the people that bet this stuff, they don't feel the same way. They, you know, they, they're people like people are betting on Cleveland. And all you need to know is basically, look, you've got Garrett Cole, 
Garrett Cole has been like minus 280 and minus 300 at every start this year. Garrett Cole is minus 108. The game is a pick em and the series is a near pick em. And this is a classic uh, series of offense, offense of the Yankees versus the pitching of the, of the Cleveland Indians. And what's going to win out here? Uh, now, listen, the Yankees have some pretty good pitching as well. They're rolling out Cole. They're rolling out Tanaka. They, you know, they've got some pitching. I think that I, I really do think the Yankees are – I really do believe the Yankees are vulnerable. I think the Yankees are vulnerable uh, and ripe uh, to be knocked off by this Cleveland team. I mean, you know, yeah, you can argue that, oh, Cleveland doesn't score enough, right? I don't know. Like, you know, like, let's say you're Minnesota. Minnesota got into a track meet with the Yankees, right? And they lost. It's basically, you know, I don't know. Do you want to play the Yankees and try to hit more home runs than them? Or do you want to play the Yankees and try to get these guys to strike out, which they can? I, you know, I think, you know, you don't want to try to beat the Yankees at their own game. So I think, I think Cleveland match up well. I mean, I know a lot of Yankee fans and a lot of people think, well, Cleveland offensively are going to have a hard time, but Cleveland can do enough and score enough, and it comes down to Cleveland's pitchers. Like I said, I don't think you go into a series wanting to outscore the Yankees in a slugfest. Obviously, you want to outscore them to win because that's the way sports works. But, you know, it's like I said, it's like you, you don't want to – it's like getting into a track meet with the Kansas City Chiefs. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to beat the Chiefs, you got to run the ball down their throat. That's what the Chargers did. The Chargers played keep away. They kept Mahomes on the sidelines. That's what you got to do. And it's, it's, it's the exact same thing with the Yankees. That total is six and a half. Six and a half. Man, I, I, I'm an under better by nature. I can't bet a six and a half under. I can't bet it. Like, if anything, we go over the number. I think you you can blindly bet all four overs tomorrow and go three and one. I'm telling you, man, I've seen this script before. Everybody thinks because the ace is on the hill in the first playoff game that it's just going to go under. And, oh, it's the playoffs suddenly. I don't know. Like, uh, And time and time again, teams get blown up. Right, like there's always that in baseball in the playoffs. There's it always happens, man. There's always oh my god, I can't believe this guy. This guy was amazing all year. He just gave up six runs in the first inning. It happens all the time. Lately, the Atlanta Braves, man, against the St. Louis Cardinals, they got lit up. They gave up like eleven runs in the first inning or whatever. <laughs> there's the total. <laughs> right there's the over. You know these bullpens are shaky. As I stated, we're not dealing with the best teams yet, right? Like I said, the Toronto Blue Jays, how many games have gone under seven and a half with the Toronto Blue Jays? We'll take a look at that. How many how many Blue Jay games have actually gone under seven and a half this year? Not a lot. And you know what? They played against a lot of good pitchers as well. All right. Baseball playoffs. Stanley Cup is done. Baseball picks up uh picks up the slack for us. And the NBA Finals tip off on Wednesday. We got a lot of uh, to get into. Portrait's late night continues. Bring it.
sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. You're listening to Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Portrait late night continues. I am Gabriel Morancy. One of those uh, nights uh, tonight. Uh, one of those nights tonight. Uh, we had issues uh, with Drew Martin uh, and the connection. Um, some communication uh, issues earlier with Pete Annapolis. And uh, I think George Kurtz is, um, George Kurtz, of course, is a referee in, in the, rec, uh, the rec leagues. I think uh, George Kurtz's games are in like quadruple overtime or, or something uh, tonight. Uh, but, hey, you know what? It's all good. It's the Monday night uh, meltdown. Oh, I want to get into, um, we're going to get into the NBA Finals in Level 2. And um, we're going to get into uh, Week 4. Hard to believe, just saying that out loud. Yeah, that's right, Week 4. Week 4 of uh, the National Football League. We've got more baseball to get into. We haven't talked about the National League at all, but we want to get into the games that are actually going down uh, tomorrow. So, as as we were stating earlier, I like the Minnesota Twins tomorrow. I like the um, Oakland Athletics tomorrow. I like the Toronto Blue Jays, his big dogs, plus 174. And I like the Cleveland Indians to upset. Well, it's not even an upset because it's a pick It's minus 108 right now on both sides. With Bieber, Bieber versus Cole. Total of six and a half there. All the other ones are seven and a half. And as I stated, there's no way in hell, man. Like, man, I, I don't know. I just think these numbers are a little low. Like, if these games were last weekend, would they all be seven and a half and six and a half? Why? Because they're going to put up some banners, some what, red, white, and blue, like those political banners up? <laughs> like, oh, it's a playoffs. Oh, no. Like, uh, I don't know. Like, I really, I don't, I don't think like anyone's nervous or anything like that. You know, what, what really changes anything? I, I, I don't, I don't really see, you know, what really changes. Like I said, I don't really look at this like the playoffs. It's sort of like, this is sort of like mini like playoffs. Real playoff, the playoffs will be when these other loser teams are out of the way. Like, the next round will be the playoffs. This is just sort of like some sort of massive wild card type of made-for-TV, made-for-betters, and I don't have a problem with it. I'll watch it on TV, and I'll bet on it. But whatever. It's not like it's the National League, like, championship series or something like that. That's the playoffs. Portraits, late-night, Ben Doreen. 